Welcome to Search for Meaning. I'm Yoshi Zweibach. Thanks for joining me. Today's episode includes my Rosh Hashanah sermon, which was a musical and spoken word collaboration between myself and Cantor Emma Lutz and Dr. Tali Todmore, and features our amazing band at Stephen Wise Temple and our choir. And I wanted to give you a little bit of the backstory of how this idea developed, how we made this happen. I found it to be a really inspiring and exciting process, and I hope that the story of it will be inspiring to you as well. And then you'll get to enjoy the sermon. Thanks for joining. It all started on February 19th, 2023. We were at the retirement celebration of our friend and colleague, Bishop Kenneth Ulmer, who's visited our congregation a number of times. Many of our listeners have heard his voice have heard his powerful preaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah remember, remember, uh, remember the movie Jaws. Remember Jaws? Dun, 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 dun. Remember Jaws? And, and so, so when 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 the uh, the shark the first time he looks up, boom, and and this guy sees it, and he says, he says, we we're gonna need a bigger boat. I came to tell somebody that what God's getting ready to do in your life. You're going to need a bigger boat. You're going to need bigger faith. You're going to need bigger trust. You're going to need bigger enthusiasm. Where God is taking you, what God wants to do in your life, your little boat can't hold it. When you ask for a big blessing, you got to get in a position to receive the big blessing. Tell somebody you're going to need a bigger boat. Well, it was, it was a night. It was incredible. I mean, the room was filled to the rafters, and there was such energy and such gratitude and such excitement, and one incredible performer after another came up to share a song, to share an offering. It was just mind-blowing. And then up to the stage came Ms. Miranda Curtis. It was amazing. Everyone was singing along. It felt like everyone knew the song, and I found out later that it's a big hit in the gospel world, and of course everybody did know the song. And then I was singing along, and Jacqueline was singing along, and Pastor Michael Fisher, our friend, he turned around and he just gave me this look like, oh, it's happening. It is happening. And it was just amazing. And that night, I took a video of Miranda Curtis singing this song. And I just, something about it. I was like, this could work in our sanctuary. This could work in our synagogue. 
That opening line is from the Bible, from the book of Jeremiah. How excellent is your name, O God. And I sent that video to Cantor Emma and to Dr. Tali Tadmore. And I said, listen to this, we gotta do something with this. And we had a couple conversations about it. And then next thing you know, I went on a sabbatical and we just put it on the back burner, something to do at some later date. And I was thinking about that. Nobody like you, Lord. Nobody like you, Lord. And I thought about the line in our prayer service that's taken from the book of Exodus. Michamocha ba'elim Adonai. Who is like you, God? Who is like you? And I thought maybe that would be the angle. We'd focus on, on that first. And then we started thinking about, you know, what could we do with this? Where, where can we use this? Should we use it in a Friday night service as part of the Micha Mocha prayer? We could just bring that in on a regular old Friday night, but we thought, well, it'd be great to have a choir. And then the High Holy Days just sort of started to make more and more sense. And one of the major themes of Rosh Hashanah, it's right there in the Machsor, Hayom Harat Olam. This is the day that God created the world. And the more I thought about it, the more I thought that would be a beautiful connection. We'd focus on creation. We'd focus on God's glory, God's power, God's might. But as you'll hear in the sermon, taken from a scientific, rational point of view, and then connected to the idea of the awe and wonder and mystery and beauty of human existence, our own individual existence, and more broadly, the existence of humanity. And then finally, tied into the idea of the purpose of creation for us as human beings, or at least part of our purpose. And perhaps it's to be creators ourselves. God made us to be makers. Stay tuned and be inspired. celebrate the creation of the universe. According to our tradition, our world came into being 5,784 years ago. In truth, we don't know exactly when or how it all happened. The latest models from NASA, based on measurements regarding the rate of expansion of the universe, suggest that our world is actually closer to 13.8 billion years old, give or take a billion. There are some theories that our universe was actually created from the remnants of a previous universe that collapsed upon itself after billions of years of its own existence. Of course, if this theory is correct, 
There's no way of knowing how many times this has happened before, which means that our universe could quite literally be trillions and trillions of years old. But the number isn't the important part of the story. Rosh Hashanah is the day our tradition asks us to focus on God's role as Haboreh, the creator of the universe. Now, I'm guessing that for some of you, the idea of God as author of creation might be remote. But for a few minutes, I want to invite you to open yourself to a sense of awe and wonder at the glory, the utter glory of it all. For the wonder of it all, we should be filled with the sense of gratitude. We are here, all of us, all living beings, all that has ever lived and all that will ever come into existence. And however it came to pass, we didn't create this universe. I believe that this world, yes, our humble planet Earth, whose yearly journey around our sun, we commemorate this day, but more broadly, the whole Megillah, the estimated 200 billion trillion stars that are in our universe. Our world was created, I believe, for a purpose. And if all the Creator ever did was ignite the spark, well, that would be enough. And here's how the ancients who composed our High Holy Day liturgy think about God's role in creation. In our shofar service tomorrow, we will declare Hayom Harat Olam. On this day, the world came into being. This is the time when we Jews celebrate whatever it is that created those many billions of stars, those many billions of years ago. We celebrate creation itself, existence itself. And so in awe and wonder, I look to the heavens and I consider the magnificence of this universe and I ask, Micha Mocha Adonai, who is like you, O eternal, O creator, who is like you? exists is a miracle and more granularly our own human existence is a miracle as well yours and mine too here is part of my personal 
existence story. My grandmother, born Julia Yetta Levinson in 1912, in of all places, Parkersburg, West Virginia, the only daughter of Herman and Fanny, graduated Vassar College in 1934, no small feat for a woman in those days, a Jewish woman in a time of quotas, all the more so as the daughter of an immigrant father who came to this country in 1893 from Bessarabia with practically nothing. After college, she enrolled in a master's program in statistics at the University of Wisconsin. But she was uninspired in her classes and ended up taking a leave of absence, returning home now to El Dorado, Kansas. A few short months later, on a cold December afternoon, she found herself working at the counter of her father's department store when an itinerant salesman named Jacob Davis, himself an immigrant from what was then Czechoslovakia, walked into the store hoping to sell a few boxes of shoelaces. He struck up a conversation with the young woman working behind the counter and ended up asking her for a date. And just a few days after their first meeting, tragedy befell her family when her father died suddenly and unexpectedly. And over the next year and a half, my grandfather would write my grandmother 61 love letters. She finally agreed to marry him in June of 1938. So here's the miracle and the point of this whole story. My mother, her means existence, yes, she was named for the grandfather she never met, and therefore my sisters and my brothers and mine, and then of course my daughters as well, was made possible through an extraordinary and improbable chain of events. Had my grandmother, Julia, enjoyed statistics, she probably never would have met my grandpa, Jake, and I wouldn't be here. Had she taken her lunch break that fateful afternoon just a bit earlier, or lingered just a bit longer over her tuna sandwich, I wouldn't be here to tell you this story. There are literally a million variables that could have erased this one necessary step in the process of my ever being born. And so in awe and wonder, I consider the miracle of my own existence, and I ask, Mi chamocha, Adonai, O Eternal, O Creator, who is like you?
But what's even more extraordinary, of course, is that the story I told you about my grandmother and grandfather is just one small piece of a chain of events that made my life possible going back hundreds of thousands and even millions of years. Here's how the journalist and author Bill Bryson puts it in his book, A Short History of Nearly Everything. Consider the fact that for 3.8 billion years, a period of time older than the Earth's mountains and rivers and oceans, every one of your forebears on both sides has been attractive enough to find a mate, healthy enough to reproduce, and sufficiently blessed by fate and circumstances to live long enough to do so. Not one of your pertinent ancestors was squashed, devoured, drowned, starved, stranded, stuck fast, untimely wounded, or otherwise deflected from its life's quest of delivering a tiny charge of genetic material to the right partner at the right moment in order to perpetuate the only possible sequence of hereditary combinations that could result eventually, astoundingly, and all too briefly in you. Each one of us is a miracle. And for us as a Jewish community, how much more resonant is this idea when we reflect upon the extraordinary trials and tribulations we've overcome as a people? It's truly a wonder we're here at all. This summer, Jacqueline and I experienced the great joy of having all three of our children back home for a little bit. And I consider all of the things I've ever created in my lifetime, art projects, humble as they were from my childhood, songs I've composed and recorded, any sermons that I've written, articles I've published, and nothing comes close, not even a little bit, to the miracle of participating in the creation and nurturing of a human life. I know that not everyone here is a parent, or wants to be a parent, but certainly every one of us is someone's child. Each of us came into being through an extraordinary, miraculous, improbable chain of events. And God's role in all of this, the rabbis teach us in the Talmud that there are three partners in creation, a man, a woman, and God. The very existence of the universe, the building blocks of literally everything, it's all a wonder. Me and you, every possible experience and emotion, the color of a strawberry, the taste of dark chocolate or Brussels sprouts for that matter, the smell of pine needles and the rain, that it all exists is a miracle. In awe and wonder we ask, O oh, eternal, who is like you?
there's one, there's one final miracle for which I want to give thanks. Our Torah teaches us that we are created in God's image, B'Tselem Elohim. And some commentators understand this to mean that we are created to be like God in one specific way. We are created to be creators. God made us to be makers. Not of worlds as grand as the one God brought into being, to be sure, but creators nonetheless. Each of us has this ability in some small way. A turn of a phrase, a melody, a dance move, the stroke of a brush expresses our gratitude just so. A new way to structure a loan or market a product, argue a case, bake a challah, or teach a lesson. There is in each of us small spark of creation. In some, it flows like a fire hose. Irving Berlin composed an estimated 1,500 songs in his lifetime, scored 19 Broadway shows, 18 Hollywood movies, and was nominated for eight awards. Too bad for the son of an itinerant cantor born into poverty in Siberia. Hannah Senesh wasn't granted length of days. She was cut down before her time, executed in 1944 at the tender age of 23 after having parachuted into what was then Yugoslavia, trying to rescue Jews during the Holocaust. But after her death, a book of her poems was discovered that includes verses that have become well-known and deeply loved throughout the Jewish world. Eli, Eli, Yesh Kochavim, and Ashrei HaGafrur, which poignantly reminds us that a match, a gafrur, that burns up so quickly can have lasting impact when it kindles other lights that burn on and on. We were created by God to be creators. We were made to be makers. And as we enter the fifth month of the writer's strike and the third month since the Actors Guild joined them, we recognize just how profoundly their work touches our lives and just how mysterious the creative process is. It's related for me to the mystery and majesty of creation itself. Every spark, every new idea, new melody, technological innovation, including somewhat ironically artificial intelligence, it all ultimately comes from the source of existence itself, from God. Creator of the universe, who is like you? And the answer is somewhat paradoxical because no one is like God. And at the same time, since we're all part of the universe God created, and since we in some small part are capable of creating our own little universes, then each of us is like God. So as we welcome this new year of 5784, let us express our immense gratitude for the vast, miraculous universe God created for our own lives and for life itself. And let us strive with all of our might to realize our potential as beings created in God's image and likeness, or more playfully, 
created to be creative like God. On this Rosh Hashanah, Hayom Harat Olam, the birthday of the world, with our hearts open in gratitude for the gifts of creation, we cry out, Micha Mocha, who is like you, God? Who is like you? that's our podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Most of all, I'm grateful to Cantor Emma Lutz and Dr. Tali Tadmore for helping to create that experience along with our magnificent choir, our incredible musicians, including Yaron Levy on guitar, Larry Steen on bass, Jeff Stern on percussion. The piano throughout was done by Tali and it's just exquisite. Thank you so much for tuning in. Hey, make sure to, especially if you're enjoying the podcast, please share it with a friend. You can just forward an episode on to someone, and who knows, maybe they'll decide to subscribe. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thanks to the entire Search for Meaning team for making this podcast possible. Hey, everybody, in this new year, stay healthy, stay hopeful, and please stay tuned.